Kicking and Streaming Podcast is brought to you by Cafe 1804. Premium Haitian coffee now available online at cafe1804.com. That's cafe, K-A-F-E, 1804.com. This is Kicking and Streaming Podcast, a binge watcher's guide to streaming movies, TV series, and stuff. Here are your hosts, Graham and Jocelyn. Okay. <laughs> now, <laughs> now we're going. <laughs> See, you can't be sure we don't be like that, because now I forget how I do this thing. <laughs> That's oh, I've interrupted the whole flow. The dog's mad at me. Yeah. Charlie's happy. Charlie remembers. Yeah, no, Charlie. Charlie's like, yeah, I know this lady, man. What y'all talking about? <laughs> she gave me a belly rub. She's alright. <laughs> right. So again, we are this week checking out everything that will be streaming. Or some of the most, the ones that are we excited about, right? For the month of August, we always bring you what's streaming. So that's that, right? Today is July 31st because we record the show on Saturdays. So it's July 31st. So we think, although you can find that information online at any point, but we feel like we should be bringing you this. So the first one we're going to see is from Netflix, right? Yes. Okay. So what do we have from Netflix, by the way? So Netflix has a, I believe it's a series. Let me double check. Coming up. They have a lot of stuff that's going to be dropping in August. Yeah. Um, but the one that, that we were looking at was called Clickbait. And that one looked interesting kind of because the the whole idea about it. So it's 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 a crime miniseries and it's about a man who gets abducted and it is about people trying to figure out why he was abducted and what happened. And, and all that stuff, but it also has the, the, I guess the sort of twist of how your online persona can affect your real life life. <laughs> if your you will. real life life. Your real like life that. life. Yeah. Your real life life. <laughs> IRL. But, but it's, um, it's an Australian co-production with Netflix. So what are you looking forward to seeing in this show? And do you see it as a potentially successful show i think it i think it could be i mean it 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 is a it's a drama but it's also a crime drama which those are typically pretty popular especially with the streaming crowd but it also has zoe kazan in it or kazan not quite sure how she pronounces her last name who is who's very very talented and she's she wrote she's written a few movies and produced a few things and so she's going to be starring in it and i think that she is Anything that she's going to put her her interest and her her kind of like her production team behind is probably going to be something good, kind of like like Reese Witherspoon, in this in the sense of that. So I mean, she's she's with um, Paul Dano too. They have a, a like a working relationship as well. Like they they produce films together and, and series and things like that. So I don't think that he's involved in this one, but she is involved in this particular project, and uh, it, it looks like it could be very interesting. Zoe Kazan. Kazan. Okay. Well, so that's on that's on Netflix. Netflix, yeah, it's going to be dropping sort of towards the end or end, end side of August, uh, the twenty fifth. 
Let me ask you this, Jojo. Mm-hmm. For the past month, or we're at the end of this month, what did you find on Netflix that you thought was worth the month for you? From from July? Yeah. I can't think of anything. I know I had to have watched something. What about you? Actually, and I don't even know if it came out in July, but Sophie was to me a, a very good watch. Yes, Sophie was great. Sophie was good. Yeah, Yeah. I think Sophie might have come out a little earlier than July. But as for as for something that dropped in July, I can't quite think of what I saw that I really enjoyed. We talked about it last week. We we talked about Heist. This was like I think it was a record for us in terms of in terms of how much we we talked about true crime. Yeah, that we found on TV. Yeah, and Heist was good. But in comparison to Sophie, and again, I don't know if it came out in in July, but I discovered it (laughs) in July. And it was because of you, of course. Because, like, I won't be looking at shows like that. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just being honest. Being honest, that's nothing wrong with that. Honesty is a good thing. I'm like, uh, what is she talking about? (laughs) You know, but it 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 was good, Juju. It yeah, I, of the two, I think I think Sophie was the the superior show. It didn't have a whole lot of the dramatizations. It used people from the actual little town in Ireland. So, yeah, I like that. You know, I discovered a quite a, quite a few things uh, during the month of July, and they weren't necessarily things that happened to drop in July. Mm-hmm. As you guys know, we are big fans of BritBox. Yes. And on BritBox, I found this show called Grace. And it's it's from the dude, what's his name? The dude from Life on Mars? Uh, I don't know. Yeah. I I keep I, I keep hearing his his voice in my head, but like this one is a good one. And as you know, some British series, they either have three very long episodes and that's it. Yes. Or six slightly long episodes and that's it. Yes. This one, as far as I can tell, has had only two episodes so far. And they were, each episode is like 90 minutes. So it's a, it's a good three, three hours if you watch both episodes. And a lot can happen in three hours. That's very true. That's very true. <laughs> so there were like mini films and I enjoyed watching it. So if you do have, we always recommend, you should probably get BritBox because BritBox is is an add-on to your Amazon account. It's about $6 or so. And it's, there's it's a lot there. It's worth it. And we are not subsidized by them whatsoever to say that. So, <laughs> <laughs> Just so you know. Just so you know. We're, well, we're not we're not shills or anything. Oh, so, okay. So John Sim is, was in it. Yes. And written by Russell Lewis, uh, an adaptation of a bestseller by Peter James. Yes, that's, that's the one. So the show is called Grace, and I was very happy with it. And I, I, I went looking for the third episode because I really thought there was going to be a third episode, but so far, no third episode, but it is. it was a beautiful show. So after Netflix, of course, we have just picked, as you just heard, what we think is going to be the most exciting thing to watch. Mm-hmm. So 
we have on Amazon, what's coming up? Modern Love, the season two of Modern Love. Yes. Um, because that season one was fantastic. And um, I don't expect any less out of season two. I think it will be equally, if not better. So I'm, I'm very much looking forward to that. I uh, see it's, it's got about eight episodes. And who's going to be in it? Let's see. It's got, it's got a really interesting cast. Having trouble with my notes. So it's going to have many drivers going to be in it. Susan Blackwell, Kit Harrington, Mickey James, Tobias Menzies, Larry Owens, Anna Paquin, Isaac Powell, Ben Rappaport, Miranda Richardson, James Scully, <laughs> Lulu Wilson, and lots of other folks. But I think it's, I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be, going to be good. It looks like it's going to be great. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Modern Love Season 2, the second part of Amazon's hit romance anthology series, debuted in August with another packed cast of players for these dreamy love stories. From middle schoolers to divorcees on their second shot with one another, this round of romances based on the New York Times column is set to melt hearts. And as you heard, Jojo gave you a list of the cast, So, Sophia Conedo, Garrett Hedlund, Anna Paquin, Minnie Driver, Kit Harrington, Tobias Menzies, and a bunch, man. I, I don't know why, but we, <laughs> I remember last year we had a hard time deciding whether to watch this, there was this movie with Scarlett Johansson in Adam Driver. Yes. What was what's this movie called again? A Marriage Story. A Marriage Story. Yes. And we refused to watch it because yeah. we felt like it was one that sort of like only highlighted the saddest parts of of life, of love, <laughs> of and, love life. and life. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. And and we were kind of skeptical about modern love because of that. Yes, it just turns out that modern love sort of like stole our hearts. Yeah. And we did an entire episode about modern love, and it was dope. I'm I'm glad we, we watched that show. I'm glad that we did it. Yeah, And hopefully the second season is as good. Yeah. Because sometimes second seasons just don't need to happen. That's true. <laughs> That's very, very true. I would say though that I'm I'm more hopeful about this one working out since it's not a continuation of any anything. It's just from my understanding going to be more stories about Love in modern times. Not love in the time of cholera, but love in modern times. Love in modern times. Yeah. I like I like that, Jojo. I think uh, I think you found it you find a you find a niche. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a good thing? Yeah, sure. I'll take okay. it. <laughs> We've had a couple of beers just so you know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so so there's that. <laughs> yeah. And pizza. Pizza! Okay. <laughs> we have a pizza party. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Jojo, what is so that that's on Amazon Prime? Amazon Prime, and it's coming on August the thirteenth. August the thirteenth. So let's move on to the next one, Jojo. What do we have? So Disney Plus was next, and I kind of 
picked two off of this one, one of which is the Mysterious Benedict Society, which I've heard really good things about. I have watched an episode of and enjoyed it. The reason I chose it for the list for August, even though it's obviously been out for a little while, is the the finale is in August. So if you want to binge it, which is personally the way I prefer to do things, if you want to binge watch it, then in August, that would be the time to do it. It is kind of a kid's show, young adult, but it's charming. It's it's quirky and all of those other other words along that line, but but not to the point of of being irritatingly twee. It's, uh, it's, it's kind of fun. It's a fun little show. It's about, uh, a group of, of kids who are enlisted by a member of a a twin (laughs) and, uh, he is, he's using them to infiltrate his brother's school because he, he believes that his brother is, is using the school to do bad things in the world. And, uh, he wants, he wants to stop him. So. So, yeah. Yeah. How many episodes is that on this one? I think it's seven. I believe it's seven episodes. I probably just made a liar myself. And the fi- the finale is, you said, in August. Yes, the finale is in August. So it has been streaming for a while, but the last episode streams in August. Uh, it started in June. And uh, since they've been releasing, since the... A lot of folks seem to be releasing everything weekly, so it's taken them a while to get it all the way out, but it is going to be ending in in August. I don't have the exact date on that one, and it is seven episodes. Let me ask you this, though. How do we feel about the whole releasing on a weekly basis thing? Because I remember getting very mad at Prime Video for for deciding to go on a weekly basis format with the second season of The Boys. Yeah. And I probably am mad because they that's not the way the whole thing started. So, right. you know, why do it now? Right. But, and I decided, okay, so I'm going to wait for them to be done with it and I'll binge watch the show. Yeah. Needless to say, I haven't done that. <laughs> I haven't gotten to that. Yeah. You know, so, so, so here's, here's what I think happened. I was ready to binge watch The Boys when it came out. I had made a mental space in my head to binge watch this show when it came out. And they came up with this weekly bullshit. And I was like, eh, fuck it. Next time I'll get to it. Except that I haven't gotten to it. Because I haven't made that space in my head again. I see that Apple TV Plus seems to be doing that. Yes. Yes. But it's like that's all they do. Everything for them is is weekly. Yeah. Apple is weekly. A lot of... I think maybe almost everything on Disney Plus, if it hasn't already had a production run, they're releasing it weekly. But that's crazy though. But with with Disney, yeah, with Disney Plus, I'm fine with that. Yeah, that's see, that's the thing too. Like Disney Plus, like I, I actually enjoyed the Mandalorian coming out every week because it was kind of like, oh, Friday's here. It's it's you know, it's a good day to. Not a good day, but I mean, I got the Mandalorian to look forward to watching tonight. You know, it was kind of like a routine or a ritual or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. But, but there's some stuff that I'm not okay with it. Like, for example, the boys and Loki, Loki, I, I want to binge it. I don't want, I didn't want to watch it every week, but I was fine with watching WandaVision every week. So I don't know. It's weird. Yeah, man. I'm <laughs> Ted Lasso, the second season of Ted Lasso just came out. And 
as you all know, I'm, I'm a huge fan of Ted Lasso. Like, I can't get enough of Ted Lasso. The problem is, Ted Lasso only lasts about 29 minutes and a couple of seconds. When you watch a little sitcom format show on, I don't know, network television, and you have a couple of commercials and whatever, it feels a bit longer, a little bit longer. And perhaps by the time it ends, you think, okay, well, I think I can take the next episode next week. When you're watching a show like where there's no commercial and it's only 29 minutes, it feels exactly like you've been watching it for 15 minutes. It does. <laughs> it really does. It feels like you've watched a, a, a YouTube video. Exactly. Like a, like exactly. A video. exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It feels like you've watched a YouTube video. Same, the same gravitas as a YouTube video. Yeah. And so now I'm mad because yeah. I went to watch the first, and then they released the first two episodes of the new season. And so now I'm like, okay, I have to wait Friday for the next episode. And chances are I have shit to do on Fridays right. and I'm not going to be able to get to it. And next thing you know, I've missed two weeks. And next thing you know, I've missed, right. you know, three, four, uh, five weeks. And I don't know how I feel about that. Yeah. But it's weird that I only have that problem if it's not a Disney Plus show. Yeah. Now, the thing about Disney Plus is that even WandaVision, which was about 30 minutes, felt like it was a movie. It did feel like, yeah, it did. <laughs> it very, very much did. I agree. So you've had I enough agree. excitement to say, yeah, let's wait for the next week. Right? Yeah. And you're like, oh, next week's going to be so good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, I felt the same way about WandaVision and about The Mandalorian. Like, oh, I can't wait for next week and what's yeah. going to happen next week and that kind of thing. Like, it was it was cool. But some shows, I just don't think it works for it. I don't know if it's the format or the storytelling style or whatever. But Yeah, maybe. Maybe it's the format. Maybe. Like you said, the, the storytelling. Because... <laughs> When you watch WandaVision, when you watch Loki, when you watch Falcon and the Winter Soldier, there's so much of the story, so much little nuggets of the entire life of the story that you get on one episode. And then you get to the next episode, you get to connect the dots. Or the next three episodes later, you connect in the dots to what was said on episode one. It's just too much. Right. When a show doesn't have that kind of narrative... It feels like, why am I waiting for this? Right. Especially when you can wait for the shit to go on Netflix and, and, and binge watch the whole thing. Yes. Do you know? Yes. Uh, so I don't know. There are a lot of shows in July that we talked about, but then kind of missed. For me, the one show that I haven't gotten to is, it's actually a documentary by Questlove. It's called Summer, uh, Summer of Soul. And I've heard so much good things about it. So much good things. And I'm so proud and so happy that Questlove took this step into filmmaking. And it's just a bang. I mean, this guy is absolutely multi-talented. And I can't wait to watch it. It's just that I haven't gotten to it. Why, why do you think when you spend perhaps months anticipating something as good like that. And then it comes to the, like it's here. Like the same thing happened to me with Black Widow. It took me at least a week to get to watching it. Yeah. So why do you think that happens, Jojo? Why? I don't know. I just, 
I don't know if it's something to do with like the human psyche that is like, what if it's crap? And I'd rather it, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like I'd rather, I'd rather just have the anticipation and this little nugget of, of happiness from that because, because what if this thing I've been looking forward to is terrible? So I'm going to put it off until. You know what, man? You kind of understand shit on a different level. <laughs> yeah, no, seriously. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, Oh man, what am I gonna do if it's shit, right? Yeah, but then my little nugget of happiness, which is like the only thing I've had for the for the past month, yeah. is gone, and that's terrible. So I need to be in a better place emotionally. <laughs> so if it is crap, I can just be like, oh, that's fine, because I've got something else to look forward to. <laughs> yeah, maybe maybe that's what it is. All right, so let's move on to what's on Hulu. Uh, on Hulu, so I'm I'm looking forward to this. And oh, have, hold on, I'm yeah. sorry. Yes. You said two for for Disney Plus. Disney Plus, yes. Right. So, so the other one is um, so this one is a true release is Cruella, and it's I I know it's been out, but this is a release, so you don't have to pay extra or have the upgraded whatever to get it. So it's the movie Cruella. Uh, I think it's the August. 25th, I believe, is the date it releases. But I I kind of have a soft spot for Emma. And I always liked the story of the 101 Dalmatians. And I know that this really isn't that story, but I'd like to see it. I'd like to see the movie. One of the critiques that I think people have made about this movie is that it just seems like it's the female version of the Joker. Is that true? <laughs> I don't know. I haven't, I haven't seen it, so I don't know. But... Uh, I, I guess it could. I don't know. But like, I mean, at the end of the day, I don't know that the story itself belongs to the Joker. Like the way things went down for the Joker belongs to only to the Joker, yeah. right? Because everybody, every character has a way of spiraling downward, and to a certain extent, it is triggered by dramatic events in in tragic events in their lives, right? Very true. So, so why does that? Why does it only belong to him? Exactly. Like yeah. that's, that's yeah. kind of stupid, but Twitter is stupid, you know. <laughs> Twitter is fucking stupid, I'm telling you. Yeah, yeah. So I, I don't know why it would have to only belong to the Joker, but, but you know. And, and, and with Disney, too, you know that the production on it is going to be fabulous. So, like, the costumes are going to be fabulous and the... The sets are going to be fabulous and the effects are going to be fabulous. So, I mean, there's going to be some level of enjoyment to be had from the movie. Even yeah. if you have to turn off some parts of your brain, there's going to be some part of you that is going to be like, oh, that, that looks amazing or that sounds amazing. Or I I don't know why I'm looking forward to watching it, but I am. Yeah. But we have gotten used to things from Disney. There's nothing they've done so far. After the Disney Plus came out, there's nothing they've done so far that I can say, eh, you know, I'm a bit tentative with, with the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. And it's not necessarily because my my expectations were not fulfilled. That's not true. I just, for the entirety of the story, the bromance was between Captain America in the Winter Soldier, Bucky, right? Character of Sebast Sebastian Stan. And I feel like now the bromance is kind of like a new adaptation of that with with the Falcon, who sort of like turned into Captain America. Yeah. I don't know if I believe it. Yeah. 
I can. That would be like, it's almost the same thing as I know how our listeners would feel if you started hosting this podcast with somebody else or I started hosting this podcast with somebody <laughs> yeah, else. Yeah, no, it's, it's like, you know, Bucky and Captain America, you know, they had a history yeah. and they had a special friendship and they had a relationship. And I don't know that, that what is it, lightning strikes twice in the same place or exactly. you know, that kind of thing. I don't know that that is easily replicated. Or, it, or it, feels, it feels forced. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't know that the character of the Falcon or Black Captain America <laughs> would go to bat really hard for the Winter Soldier and vice versa. Right. And so I like where the story is going in terms of the development of the superhumans and the whole thing. That is very interesting. I still don't know if I'm not, I have an issue with a chemistry, uh, chemistry that's not there. Yeah. And yeah. and I don't know what we, why we're talking about that, but it was for me to say that I've not been disappointed with anything created by Disney+, Plus, but I have this little problem yeah. with, with Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Other than that, everything else is mwah, marvelous. Shall we move on to Hulu? <laughs> Let's move on to Hulu. <laughs> <laughs> so Hulu is... Reservation Dogs, which I've been looking forward to since I first heard about it a while ago. It's, it is a comedy series by the very, very, very talented Mr. What, uh, Takia Watiti. And it is the story of four indigenous teenagers in rural Oklahoma who steal, rob, and save in order to get to the exotic, mysterious, and faraway land of California. I am looking forward to <laughs> I'm looking forward to this because it's it's Taika Waititi. He's he is <laughs> he is so talented and so funny, but so funny in such a way that makes you think. Yeah, and and having him handle the story of indigenous people is perfect. And, exactly, and and I I can't wait to see this. It, it's great because. His ethnicity is is so has a huge variation, yet the one he chooses to represent with, to live by, is that of an indigenous. He's from is he Australian or New Zealander? New Zealand. New Zealand, right? And his uh, native New Zealander, Jewish, German, and <laughs> something else, you know, and. For all intents and purposes, if you saw him, that's a white guy. But he is he he identifies as, as indigenous and he speaks up for indigenous people and he's created this series that has that is going to bring a bit more representation to Native Americans in that respect, isn't it? Yeah. And I I, I love the name Reservation Dogs. But I mean that's just perfect. And I I love I I love the idea of indigenous people having representation and having good representation and having yeah. having a show about li- that li- lifestyle, that culture, that that everything. I like I'm just I'm super excited about it and I can't think of anybody better to do it and 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 bring such heart to the humor. Have you seen Jojo Rabbit by the way? <laughs> No, I haven't. 
You need to see Jojo Rabbit. You I really haven't. Do. In, in, you in, really, really do. If anybody out there hasn't seen Jojo Rabbit, I highly recommend it. Or if you have seen it and you liked it or you didn't like it, leave a comment or something like that. But yeah, it, it's just, it's. It, here's a crazy thing though. I don't even know why I haven't watched it. I don't. <laughs> I can, there's no excuse. There's no reason why I haven't watched it. I mean, I know all the Oscar nominations and the whole thing. And for some reason, I haven't. So that might be what to watch tonight. It's it's so good. Yes. It's so good. And Taika Waititi, of course, as Hitler. As, yeah. <laughs> it's perfect. Yes. It's perfect. Yes. The scene of him eating a unicorn head. <laughs> it's worth the price of admission alone. Hitler. Hitler. Adolf Hitler eating a unicorn head. (laughs) Who was vegetarian, but, you know, he'd make an exception for a unicorn. Oh, my goodness. Speaking of tyrants, let's talk about things that we discovered, like, just by flipping on the streaming networks. I was one Saturday night that I didn't have much to do, much to watch. There was no Olympics or anything like that. I had had enough soccer for the day, I went looking for something to watch. And I discovered this little documentary series, or docu-series, whatever. I mean, I don't like seeing docu-series. It's, it's, a, it's a documentary, so. It's, yeah, it's like, like. I don't know, all these, portman- what is it, portmanteau words? I hate them. It's like the same. Whenever I, you know, when when I you discover new podcasters and they'll be like, my my podcast is about mompreneurship. What the hell is a mompreneur? What, what, what is a mom? A mompreneur, like a mother, a mom who is an entrepreneur. Oh. Mompreneurship. Like, oh. fuck off. I would, okay. You, you know what I mean? Like, so, so, so to me, docu-series is almost like mompreneur. You know, like there's there's no such fucking thing. It's a, it's a documentary that is not necessarily a film, but rather a series. It's cut into pieces. Exactly, it's called it's cut into pieces. So I found this documentary series produced and narrated by no one else but Peter Dinklage. Really, and it is called "How to Be a Tyrant," I believe it is. And it is absolutely fantastic. Oh, where is it? What is it on? On Netflix. Netflix. And and here's the crazy thing. They only have half hour episodes, but it goes so into details. It it almost, imagine if you got yourself five or six, six TED Talks about what you need to do to be a tyrant, to become a tyrant. And the whole idea is that there is nothing special about tyrants, that they, they weren't born a certain way, is that you or I or anybody can become a tyrant because it's all about power and how you manage to seize power. You know what I mean? Like the whole idea of thinking that there was something in their brain of... Right you know, of Mobuto Seseko or Stalin of like, it's nothing, there was no alteration to anyone's personality. Anybody can be a fucking tyrant. And and it gives you all of these details in the steps that they take. And it almost sounds like 
there's this author who, um, in the beginning of the Trump era, wrote a small little pocket type of book called On Tyranny. And there's like a bunch of steps. Like he explains to you how somebody becomes a tyrant and how you, what the population can do to, re, to resist, right? And it, it, it is something similar to that, but in the documentary style. I do, they have a relation, but it's not the same thing. So that's why, that's, that was my discovery, and I loved it. I have taken it upon myself to, well, I've been asked, I've been asked to be the one to make the recommendations on the Facebook group of the Tucker Brothers. They have this thing called a, a Tune-In Tuesday. Okay. So I have to find something that, I, I, you know, I can recommend for uh, every Tuesday. And, I, and it was one of my recommendations. I hope people watched. But, yeah, that was one of my surprises of, of, of the month of July. I'll have to, I'll have to look at that. Yeah. 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 Right then. So Reservation Dogs is going to be on Hulu in the month of August. Do we know when? Uh, let's see. I had a call. Reservation de Dogueuse. C'est ça, là, hein? It looks like it starts on um, August the 9th. That's the premiere, yeah. On August my birthday! <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. This is going good, Georgia. <laughs> I don't know. Is it going good? I think it's going good. It's going to be back in house. Georgia so. is ever so hopeful. She says, I think it's going good. I think it's going good. All right. You know. Now we move on to now it's going like crap, Graham. <laughs> Total shit. Uh, I'm walking out. Lord, Lord, why? <laughs> taking right? my bottle of water and going home. She's like, it's your yeah. bottle of water, but I'm taking it anyway. Yeah, I'm taking the water though. <laughs> <laughs> One of those people like the, they storm off the restaurant, but they come back and take a piece yeah. of bread. Or take the bread. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. So. <laughs> HBO Max is next, isn't it, George? HBO Max is next. And so um, I, I just had to pick the Suicide Squad. Suicide Squad? I heard that people were freaking out because Will Smith is not on it. Yes. What, what happened there? <laughs> I don't know what happened there. I really, I, I don't know. I don't know. There was a lot of recasting. Yeah. Um. There... But I also think I, I also picked it because it's only been like a couple of years since <laughs> since the reboot or whatever happened, and we're getting another reboot. <laughs> Damn. So I, I think that's funny. James Gunn is at the helm. There's the cast is like Taika Waititi is in it as well. And they only left. Uh, uh, what's her name? Margot Robbie. She's the only yeah, one I recognize. Yeah, everybody, yeah, everybody else got recast. Idris Elba. Idris Elba. He, <laughs> that's exciting that he's going to be in it. And then he's going to be in it. John Senna, Cena, however you say his name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That he's going to yeah. be in it. Yeah. yeah. So, like, I, I don't know. It looks bonkers to me, but, like, bonkers in a good way as opposed to the other one was was bonkers, but it was shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this one looks like it could it could actually be fun. But yeah, I think they only kept Margot Robbie. Yeah. I'm like, who is this? Who is that? Who is that? What is John Cena doing? The, oh, Andrew Elbatu? Is he the new Will Smith? Like, I don't know. I don't, I, I don't know either. I don't even know, like, if Will Smith's character, like, I almost feel like his character was removed Right, because it's supposed to be the the dude that, that 
that's like a straight shooter or whatever, right? Like, yeah. 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 And I, I think they just completely removed his character and replaced it with, with Idris Elba's. So should we expect this to be good? <laughs> or are we just going to be equally disappointed? <laughs> I, I don't know if it's going to be good, but I think it's going to be fun. I'll be disappointed if it's not fun. If it's good, that's a bonus. Yeah, but like I, I think the every time you talk about we talk about Suicide Suicide Squad, you should expect it to be fun. Yeah. Because they're yeah. breaking shit, they're yeah. killing people, and they're all nuts. Yeah. You know, so But the original well not original one, but the latest one to me wasn't fun. It was just crap. <laughs> like I didn't have any fun during it, I'm sorry. Was that what which one was it that there was like a weird cameo of that dude as the Joker. Jared Leto Leto. Yeah. And he was doing this weird ass fucking yeah, laugh. He, he, well, and he, he, so most of his part from what I understand got cut. Really? And then part of the reason was because of the way he treated his coworkers on oh. set because he was mailing them like dead rats and, <laughs> and bodily fluid covered things. And like stuff that would get you fired from a quote unquote regular job (laughs) should get you fired. Like some stuff I think was like the kind of thing that you should be in a facility for. So all of that controversy like came out before the movie came out and it kind of made me not want to see it. And then when I did see it, I was like, this is crap. So. Why do you have to be so direct, man? <laughs> it's just like, yeah, this is shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you made me pay for that. <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. Yeah, I bought Not a cool. ticket for that. <laughs> but yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I'm definitely looking forward to it. If it's not fun, then you give me my money back. Okay, it's a, it's a deal. I'm like, nigga, you watched it on HBO Max. What the fuck? What am I saying? I'll, I'll give you your subscription fee for yeah. divide up all of the shows that are on HBO in August. Okay. By your subscription fee for the month, and if it's crap, I'll pay you that for the movie. That'll be like fifteen cents. <laughs> <laughs> I could give it to you now if you like. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't know what to do with 15 cents. That's so much money. Oh, God. <laughs> Let's move on. <laughs> Moving right along. So, Jojo, we are now on Apple TV. Apple TV, yes. Plus. And so this is a show that there's been some buzz about. And it it looks like it could be good. If it's not good, it's going to be very disappointing. It is called Mr. Corman. Mr. Corman. Mr. Corman, which is kind of a bland name, but it's a it's a comedy drama. It was created by Joseph Gordon-Levitt, and it stars Joseph Gordon-Levitt, and has a, a very interesting cast. Deborah Winger's in it. Juno Temple is in it. Um, Shannon Woodward is in it, and it is. About a, a fifth grade teacher who uh, struggles with anxiety and loneliness. He forfeited his dreams of a music career, and he has the sinking suspicion that he just sucks as a person. And I, I think that Joseph Gordon-Levitt is talented. Um, 
not just as an actor, but as, as a writer and as a producer and, and, and all of those other things. So I, I think that this is something that, that he could, this is a topic I think that he could handle and make very funny, but also very poignant as well. So that's, that's coming to Apple TV and it's going to be, it starts, let's see here, August the 6th. Mr. Kruber, I think we, we, um, it, it must have been pushed back a bit, and it, I think it was, yes. Because I remember in one of our What's Coming things, I think we, we talked we, about we, it. We discussed it, yeah. And it was either coming out in June or July. I think it was June. Yeah. <laughs> so it must have gotten pushed back, but we, we, we are, we have been expecting it. Yes, yes. I don't know why it was pushed back. Yeah, yeah. But... But it's definitely going to be a good show. And as you said, if it's not very good, then it's going to be hugely disappointing. And they're actually dropping three episodes on the day it it premieres um, on August 6th. So they're doing a little differently than they normally do. Then they're going to dropping it weekly. But the first first week they're going to drop three, three shows. Okay. I can I can deal with that and hopefully it's, it's you know, a good fifty minutes or so, and then we'll we'll see. But I like that. I, I'm I'm this is a show that I'm looking forward to, and I'm I'm glad that it's going to be three episodes because sometimes even when they drop one or two episodes, it doesn't tell you enough for you to want to continue watching or to anticipate what's coming. So so I'm hoping that this this one is a good one. I I hope so too. I I have high hopes for it, but it would be it would be very disappointing if it's if it's not. not yeah, good. yeah. All right. So we're moving along, and we are coming to the very last one. Yes. 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 Um, on a scale of one to five, what place does Peacock has <laughs> as a as a as a streaming platform? I've, I, 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 yeah, yeah, I think so. I think so. Six, seven, eight, nine, ten. It's, <laughs> it's, it's really, like, I don't have it. And I've only ever, I mean, there are some things on there I would like to watch, but I've only heard about how clunky it is from you and from others. And it's just like, is that even worth paying for extra frustration? Yeah, a lot of these things, I I promise you that a lot of these things I have because they are either part of a bundle or something. I love the bundle. <laughs> you know, but otherwise I wouldn't, good. you know. And and Peacock is, is on that category. They're trying to pull things. They are. Bless their hearts. Bless their hearts. Bless their hearts. <laughs> they are trying. But the problem is I still... I don't know, man. I'm struggling, you know. But you have to have them now because some of the Olympics and stuff, they do. <laughs> right, Jojo? Yes. Let's pick up. So what we have on Peacock? <laughs> peacock. Let's see. And it's a bird, too. So it's relevant. Nice, nice segue. It's Heart to Heart, the talk show with Kevin Hart. Heart to heart with Kevin Hart. Heart to heart with Kevin Hart, and it's it's H A R T to H E A R T. Right. Just so specifics. Kevin Hart just came out of having a, a very well accoladed movie on Netflix. 
called Fatherhood, I believe. Yes. A lot of people were giving him a lot of props and praises and stuff. I haven't gotten to watch that one. I haven't either. But I will, and I'll have I'll have my say on that. I'll know what to say about that. But then, as a comedian, I must say, Kevin Hart to me is like Tiffany Haddish. There's some shit that they do that I find funny, but I can only take about 10 minutes of them. So... I don't know if I can. <laughs> I don't know if I can watch an entire talk show with Kevin Hart. That's why, partially why I'm, well, actually, that's entirely why I'm fascinated with the idea of this. Because yeah. I, I feel like Kevin Hart is someone that you either love entirely or you can only take 10 minutes of. <laughs> or you despise him completely his, and his comedy style. Yeah. And, and I don't know how his comedy style is going to translate into a talk show. Like that, I, I'm very, very fascinated by how this is going to be structured. And is it going to be like a sit down, like a, a David Letterman style, yeah. you know, what he has going on? Yeah. Or is it going to be something more like Ellen has going on? I'm, I'm completely fascinated by this idea because to me, Kevin Hart is not your typical idea of a talk show host. That is right. That is right. So I, I really want to see how this goes. But a lot of people have had talk shows that you wouldn't think are talk show material, and they're still around, and you're like, who watches this show? True. You know, like, I know that a lot of people are going to watch Kevin Hart, and here's the crazy thing. I anticipate that Kevin Hart might be one of the, could well be one of the funniest interviewers. See, that's that's what I'm thinking, too, and it's I'm really hoping that it's going to be in the style of David Letterman's most recent show and my next guest needs no introduction. introduction. I'm really hoping that it's going to be something like that because I feel like he could be a fabulous interviewer. Yes. Except that Letterman, because his experience started first as a broadcaster and then he transitioned into comedy. Yes. He's got the it for, for interviewing. This guy can do what, like uh, some of the most poignant interviews, like, like an Oprah style sort of shit and never throw a a laugh line there for no reason. Yes. And you're like, I can't believe that was Letterman, you know. Because he, well, you know, he started as a journalist, so he learned to listen to what the person was saying to him as they were saying it, instead of thinking of his next reply while they're talking. Exactly. What's my next punchline? Right, right. How am I going to fit a joke into this kind of thing or whatever? So... And I know, you know, I, I don't believe Kevin Hart has a background of journalism. Correct me if I'm wrong. I, I I don't know his background, but so I feel like it could it could go either way. Like it could go very well, or it could end horribly, and 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 the the interviewer interviewee would not get a chance to get a a word in edgewise. Yeah. So so this is this is something that we have to watch. Like I'm going to watch it. Yeah, because I, I just I want to know. I want <laughs> I want to know what the, what this is. I'm I'm just fascinated by the idea of it. But I also feel like there's this thing about in in podcast is certainly culpable of that a little bit. In that everybody now is an interviewer, and a lot of people confuse having a conversation with interviewing. Yes. Because I see a lot like, again, I'm, I'm on a bunch of groups of podcasters and I see a lot of people like, yeah, I have an interview with so-and-so and so-and-so and I want, you know, I've written down some stuff and blah, blah, blah. And a lot of people come like, no, 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 no. Just be relaxed. Be yourself. And 
And I'm like, that's not how you conduct an interview. No, it, no, it isn't. You know, like, what if I don't have anything to talk about with this person, but I can't, I want to interview them. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So an interview has to be that you've got something you want to know about this person. Yes, it has to have a structure. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. Otherwise, it's a conversation. Yeah. In a conversation, you will feel always in the obligation of having a reply or a rebuttal. And that's what happens with a lot of people that they're interviewing you. And you said, because, you know, my grandmother used to make this kind of remedy and blah. Oh my God, my grandmother used to do this too. One time I was coming home from school and then they tell you a personal story. I'm like, yes, that's not an interview. No, it's not. <laughs> that, no, because it's, if you're interviewing someone, you're supposed to, I mean, I would think that you're interviewing them because they have an, uh, an area of expertise that you want, right. want to hear more about. Or, you know, they're, they're somebody famous or they've had some sort of an experience that's, that's newsworthy or talk about worthy. Yeah. And, and that's not something that you, you have to have some kind of an, an outline that you follow. Even if you go off, off outline or off topic a little bit, that's fine. Yeah. But you have to have something, you have to guide the interview. Exactly. And you can't turn it into being about you unless what you're sharing is absolutely totally 100% relevant to what's going on. Like, Hey, I was on the plane with you that was going down that you managed to save and, <laughs> and, and, and land on the Hudson river or whatever. Right. We have that in common. You know, that, that, that would be something you could bring up in an interview. Yeah. But if you weren't on the plane, just, I was on a plane once too yeah, yeah, and everything yeah. went fine. <laughs> but again, I think that's where Letterman becomes this fabulous interviewer because one of the criticism even as a late night show host that a lot of people had of him is the fact that late night men made it seem always like the Hollywood stars that they were interviewing were the best friends, best buddies and shit. And Letterman always established sort of like a bit of a distance between him and the people he was interviewing. Like, I don't know you. They just told me that I have to interview you then get, let's do this interview and fuck off. Like we're not... The, <laughs> right, right, right. You know, little right. man like, is so distant. And, and yeah. then when he was funny, it almost felt like he was making fun of the person because it, it didn't look like he had that kind of a rapport with, with the person. But that's, that's, not, that's not the way it is. So can a comedian be a great interviewer? Or can a great interviewer who is a comedian do a great interview? Yeah. I suppose that's the question with with the heart to heart talk show yeah. with Kevin Hart. Yeah. So we shall see. Yeah. Right then. So we we've called it the I'm gonna talk about another show. This is not a discovery because I've already I had already watched season one of that show. It is a show from Belgium originally, and it is called Undercover, and I believe it was it, it was either late 2019 or early 2020. I watched this show. The show is originally in Flemish or Dutch, if you want to be a bit more specific, but it is also dubbed in English. And it is a fabulous show. Is 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 it's great material, great actors, great storylines. And 
the second season is as great as the first season. And I binge watched the second season entirely in a matter of six hours. The great thing about it is that also one of the main characters in the show got his own movie. And if you are flipping through Netflix and you see a movie called Fairy about this drug dealer guy, Fairy is the bad guy in season one of the series Undercover. Okay. And then I guess they just decided to make a movie for, for Fairy. Fairy Bowman is the name of, of the guy. Like He's the biggest distributor of ecstasy in Europe. Okay. And he's a Dutchman living in Belgium. And so the undercover cops that the show is about, they went undercover just so they could infiltrate Ferris' organization. And everything else happens here. So it's 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 a great show and I had a lot of fun watching it. And the second season is as great. So again, it's not a discovery in July, but rather the second season came out in July. And I watched it. So you can binge watch both season one, season two, and then go on and watch Fairy and you'll understand a bit more of that. That's on Netflix. On Netflix, yes. Any any discoveries for you, Jojo? I have watched very little because of what I've been doing. So. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> Not all of us are moving. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I, I haven't really watched much. So here's what we're going to do then. We are going to call it a day on this episode. We, If you found something, here's the crazy thing. We keep saying this. If you find something that you would like us to discuss, you can certainly email us or send us a voice clip. If you go to kickinandstreamingpodcast.com, on our page, if you hit the little microphone, you can send us a voice clip. We're not going to play unless you tell us to do so. We're not going to play it on the podcast unless, again, you tell us to do so. But you, we will listen to it. And if you'd like us to discuss any show that you've discovered and you find interesting enough, do that. Give us some recommendations because sometimes we're struggling. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes we're struggling. We, sometimes, you know, life happens and it's like, uh, yeah. I, I, yeah. I have, I'm out of ideas. It's Thursday or Friday and we still haven't found anything and we have recording on Saturday. So <laughs> <laughs> there's that. Yeah. You know, but again, I am mad happy. I don't know what to do with myself with the fact that Jojo is in studio with me today. So it's been, it's been a lot of fun. And uh, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and have another beer with Jojo. So for now... <laughs> We are going to call it a day, right, Jojo? Yes. <laughs> so thank you very much, everybody. Thank you. Have a good one. Bye. Thank you for listening to Kicking and Streaming Podcast. If you found value in our content, please subscribe and share. We would also be delighted to hear what you think of this podcast. So please rate us by writing a quick review on Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcast platform. Follow us on all major social media platforms such as Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and Pinterest. Join the conversation happening today on our Facebook group. <laughs>